Welcome back to the Football Zone with Nick Maltone, Woody Brown, and Luca Galvin. The World Cup is in the quarterfinals. The World and Cup is World Cup. And it's I've had it's nothing really. to do these past two days. I've been so I've been actually no. Yesterday I was pretty bored, but today Arsenal played, so it's chill. I had no idea what to do during fourth off. I mean, <laughs> what I have been doing is going home and turning on the television. Turn on the telly, watch the game, put it see on what the happens. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've really had nothing to do as well these past... It's been a painful two days, especially since the World Cup, you feel like, oh, you know, it's going to be here for a while, blah, 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 and it's just... It's almost it's over. It's just, like, gone, and it's just, like... It's, it's, like, li- it's like lightning in a bottle, you know? We have, like, 11 days. No, we have 10 days left. That's it. Done. 10 That's days. crazy. Speaking of those 10 days, it's going to be a wild 10 days. I mean, some of the matchups that we have in the next two days are just great. Like... Some of the greatest... Croatia and Brazil is just two of the greatest players of our generation are matching up. Luka Modric and Neymar. I was just saying this to Woody, but I feel like there's no, or maybe it was, no, this was to Nick. There's no bad option for anyone winning the World Cup here. Mm -hmm. Out of these eight teams, everything is like a good story for like who I've seen that Instagram post as well. Yeah. Well, what what do you mean by that, It's actually Twitter first. I mean, well, first we go through Brazil and Croatia. I think Neymar, if he wins this World Cup, he might actually be a top five player of all time, and that's like an argument that would have to be had because I think if he wins it, he he'll win the Ballon d'Or too. Mm-hmm. And then I think if Croatia wins it, I think Luka Modric may be looked at as the best midfielder of all time because he what he takes his team, he takes a an average Croatian side realistically to a World Cup final and then to win the World Cup. I mean that would be crazy. And then especially for Netherlands, like yeah. Gakpo's looked on yes. the same as Holland and Mbappe even because of the tear he's been on. But also they, they break the um, stigma that they can't win a World Cup because yeah. that would be their fourth for, final, but their first blows. win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for Argentina, I mean, Messi's the Lionel Messi would well, just, be the well, clear-cut well, goat. Well, that's just Portugal and Argentina. It's yeah. Ronaldo's clear-cut goat. Or Messi's with clear cut goat. Actually, that's interesting. Is Ronaldo the goat with a World Cup yes, win? Yes, he is. Yes, yes, he is. As much as I hate to say it, he is. He is. Is he a world if he doesn't play? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. still got. Well, it's like saying I would. I would say Per Mertesacker is a World Cup winner. Olivier Giroud is a World Cup winner. You know what? He Ronaldo's not my goat. It, uh, but I mean, if he if he you say he scores a hat trick in the semifinal and two goals in the final, he's a goat. That's how it is. But if he's benched for a 21-year-old and has attitude issues, I'm not giving him a World Cup. He threatened, I think he threatened to go home a couple of days ago. No, I, he didn't. I did not read I that. I didn't hear that at all. I saw it. And I, I disagree. I mean, the World... It's like he still has a World Cup. And yes, after, he can't if he doesn't, the World Yeah, but if he doesn't earn it, then I don't think you can so, add it. So many people have not earned World Cup, but they're still like... Credited Cup Yeah, but it's, it's like... That's like, that's like... As part of my... I'm staying consistent here, I guess. When we talked about David Silva versus like... All, all these other prime midfielders, I said I discounted his World Cup because he didn't play. I mean, he still won the World Cup, but that shouldn't add to his resume because mm-hmm. he didn't do anything. Well, so I'm trying play. to stay he consistent. Play. Yes, but not enough. To, he barely played. Ronaldo scored for Portugal in this World Cup. He scored a penalty. Goal's a goal. Yeah, goal's but that's goal. one goal. Goal's well, it's goal. one goal, and then he gets benched. Like he, the the game they get benched, they win their, they have their second that's, highest that's a, margin a, of victory in a World Cup ever. That's a player taking sacrifices to win. For the, I mean, for the good of the team, I don't, it's not even much of a sacrifice. It's more that just like he doesn't have a choice. Well, yeah, I think, maybe. but then he also there's also a quote by him saying that he would, yeah, way rather the Portugal win well, yeah, the World Cup so than would, him play. So would Messi. I'm just saying that. Okay, if this is reversed, I wouldn't give Messi the World Cup when if he was benched right now and he won the World Cup. Yeah, fair enough. I, I wouldn't still, give it to him. So I still. Also, at the same time, Ronaldo would 
play on that that Argentina team. Well, yeah, not Messi would play on the Portugal yeah, team. That's what I'm saying. I just think I just think like, I think if you're picked for well, that World Cup man squad. Okay, what about Brazil? So Brazil, yeah. every single player has played for Brazil in this yes, World Cup tournament. but not every single player has played actual minutes. Like, I would barely give it to Gabriel Martinelli, even though he's featured in almost every game, because he's coming on in the 80th minute when, I mean, when South Korea Ronaldo. have already gotten danced on four times. Ronaldo has played against Ghana. He played He played all games. Against Ghana, he played 90 minutes, basically yeah. 88, but not, that's basically 90. He played basically, he, I mean, he started the first three and then just got benched. 80 against, Portu- 80 against Uruguay, he had a awful game against South Korea 65 minutes and then only about 20 against Switzerland yeah but yeah let's go back to the stories because I want to talk about the significance of Morocco winning if they do first African team I think that's who I'm rooting for is just because it would be crazy to see an African team win a world cup yeah I think that they have like I honestly I don't think they will win against Portugal but it's another case with Spain where I was like if they lose if they win that game I'm like oh okay yeah, like that's totally in the realm of possibilities. And speaking of Morocco, I mean, what a penalty shootout! Or a penalty shootout. Hakimi. Adam Bono is just. Who does he play for? Wait, wait, not for Nick for Woody, because I know you know the answer because of FIFA. So Woody, who does? Yeah, who does? No, no, I, no idea. Nick. Sevilla. Yes. See, my friend asked me that in the case, like, who does he play for? I'm like, I don't know if I know this, and they just snapped in my head. I'm like, oh, I have him from FIFA. He plays for Sevilla, bro. He plays for Sevilla, and he's a really great keeper. I mean, he was keeping him in the game. Yeah, I mean, he's really good, especially, I mean, he, it looks really good when your team plays a defensive style. But That's de- true. And, and then you're getting all those shots. It's like, looks nice. But That's true. I wonder, do you think he gets a move after this World Cup now? I think he'd probably stay. He'd probably stay for a little bit. He's 31, says his market value is $19 million, but I think he's class enough to play for a better cl- club. I think I could see like a team who wants a better goalie in the Premier League splashing twenty million to grab him. After one World Cup. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like he's a bad goalkeeper any the rest of the year. But okay, I feel but like, did you really know his name before the World Cup? Like, did you really know his name before the World Cup? If someone asked did, me who Sevilla's goal, I mean, I knew who he was before the World Cup. Yeah, but he's not. He's nowhere like in a realm of when oh, you think of sure. when you think of goalkeeper signings. His name does not come yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, of course. I not. think he's in but that like he's saying. in that like third tier of goalkeepers in the world. And I just don't, I just don't think after. I think Hamas Rodriguez was such a fluke because he did take the world by storm because he had a crazy World Cup. Whereas this Morocco goalkeeper, obviously, he had a really nice penalty shootout. Well, that's what I'm saying. If I mean, if he continues the way he's going, like, what if Portugal lose to Morocco and he has another great game? Then what are you thinking? And that's, that's just true. well. That, then, then that's two games he's like played significantly. Well, yeah, but well. I mean, he play, he's played he played good in the group stage too. They didn't lose a game. Hmm. They didn't lose a game, and he conceded one goal, maybe. I he conceded a goal thing. to Canada. That's it. So well, I it's kind of it's kind of ironic that Spain didn't take um, Sergio Ramos, and then and Tiago, who is maybe their best penalty taker. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. and then the fact that Ashraf Hakimi does his shared celebration with, with Ramos. Ramos after scoring the cheeky Paneka. Also, Paneka. I mean that is also Jalen Waddle celebration, the little and, Waddle. And for those who don't know, a panenka is like a chip. It's like a chip. And he chipped it right down chip the middle. Chip down the middle. That's what it is. Legendary. Legendary things from Ashraf Hakimi. Yeah, so... Is he the best right back in the world? It's a shout. It's a shout. Yeah, it's like... I don't know. He plays for PSG. Yeah. It's difficult to say he is. They're like in a could bubble. You, could you say that like... Because I, I wouldn't even say like he... like On Inter, would you have said that? Do you think? He, he was if the he was best right back like, in the world? If he, 
when when he played for Inter? Because he no. was really good for Inter. Yeah, but when he was good for Inter, Trent was good for Liverpool. And that was when Trent was the best right back in the world. Agreed. Agreed. But then, like, okay, so then if Alfonso Davies plays well for Canada, you like, is Alfonso Davies the best left back in the world? Well, I think he's up there. Well, because he doesn't play left back for them. Yeah, he does. He doesn't. He, d- he does not play left back. He plays a different position because they're just, like, his team. Yeah. Okay, I would wants. say Morocco is mainly Hakimi's team as well. Like, when you think Morocco. Yeah, yeah, I think of Hakimi. Him and Ziyech, but Ziyech didn't play. I think I He think retired Hakimi and come. came back because they fired their manager right before the World Cup, and everyone was like, that's a horrible decision, and it's not, obviously. Well, speaking of firing their manager, are we surprised that Germany haven't fired Hansi Flick and that Spain fired Luis Enrique? And Bel- no and, and also no. Belgium. No and no. And Belgium fired. No and no and no. Belgium, def- or, yeah, Belgium should have fired him. Spain, I mean, they probably wanted more. Roberto Martinez was fired by Belgium. That's the and then Luis Enrique was fired by Spain. I'm surprised. Hansi Flick honestly. is still the German manager, but Nick he has the most expensive contract also. So like, they would have still had to pay him. Yeah, you have to pay. Spain so much. have already replaced him. Who Luis, Luis Enrique. Enrique? Yeah. With who? Uh, I don't know. I saw him for Brizio though. I can look it up. That's great. Yeah, I mean Spain. It's interesting. Also, Eden Hazard has retired. From- That's a little bit sad. I know Coleman Bellin and Oliver Bellin are a little sad after seeing that. Yeah. Wait, so can I hear Luis, who you guys think will win each Luis of the... Luis de la Fuente is the new head coach for Spain. Can I hear who you guys will think will win the quarterfinal games real quick? Um, England. No, um, really? Argentina. <laughs> you have England going through, Woody? Yep. That's crazy. England, Argentina. Brazil. Brazil. And then Portugal or Morocco. I don't know. Um... If it goes to extra time, Morocco, and if it doesn't, Portugal. Yeah, I'm interested. I mean, what, you have the greatest pen taker of all time, maybe, on Portugal? You have Bruno. Two of the best pen takers in the world right now, Bruno and... Bruno, who's interesting because, like, I feel like recently the pens he's taken, I've always just been like, uh... Because just, like, his... Like, I don't know, when Ole got fired... When Ole... (laughs) So bad. You know who's also bad? Wayne Rooney. Really? He went 23 for 34 from the penalty spot in the Prem. Why do they just keep giving him the penalties if he's only making like 60%? It's pretty interesting. I mean, because he was in there for so long, I guess. Yeah, it's true. Well, I don't know. Luca, who do you have making it to the quarterfinals? Brazil- I mean, semifinals, my bad. I don't know. I feel like I just picked the easiest option in each scenario. But Brazil, Argentina, France, Portugal. I have a disagreement i know i think that i know where you're going to disagree with me here and i think that it's a crazy one too i think that brazil will make it through because they've been rolling and i don't i think it's impossible for that defense to stop that offense actually you know what i think that croatia i could see croatia beating brazil no way i actually could why i think that if you were to set up a defense and midfield if you were going to pick one from the final eight teams, you might pick their defense and midfield to start Brazil. Their, their midfielders are very press-resistant, and they're really good in the press. And I mean, you have Luka Modric, who's like, might be the best midfielder left at the World Cup, so it's like... I think the only, the only defense I have that could possibly stop Brazil is England, just because of, of how much they pack their defense in. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it matters what they play. But I think that also Croatia's defense... Gvardiol has probably been the best center He's back at class. this World Cup. Yeah. So I'm thinking if you want someone to stop that attack. 
you can. And also, it's not like... What about like, out wide? You think they wouldn't get cooked out wide by Vinny and... Um, no, I mean, like... Rafinha. Rafinha. I'm not, like... I think that it matters how much you... How well you defend Neymar in, the, in their games. Okay. To beat Brazil, Neymar. you mark Neymar well. If you don't mark but, like, him just well... Neymar, Neymar just floats everywhere, so it's exactly. so difficult That's what to man. It's like... He finds that open little f- pocket of space, always. I feel like you can never... Do just, like a game plan against Neymar like you can against Mbappe because you know where Mbappe's gonna be, but Neymar yeah, but, is just gonna float around and around. Well, well I think that I don't know, it's so hard to defend Croatia's midfield. If you've watched their games, they stick three midfielders that literally all play with no positioning. Like on offense, the three of them will sit in the same like channel of space together, pass around a midfield and go. And I think that they have enough to spring. I wouldn't they would never like score three goals against Brazil. It would never be a shootout win. It mm-hmm. would be like a one zero, two one type of game where they like lucky counter, lucky counter, defend p- perfectly. Yeah, I can see. I, I, I understand what you're saying, but I think it's gonna be too hard. And my my other one that I agree with most of you guys is I think Portugal will go through. Yeah. I mean, they're rolling. They just 6 one Switzerland. Without Ronaldo. Without Ronaldo. And they're probably better without Ronaldo. Okay, Definitely but, better. Okay, but do you say France go through as well? No, I do not. Okay, because if you're going through the rolling logic, England beat Wales 3-0 and we just beat Senegal 3-0. I would classify yeah. that as rolling. And Wales, France just beat Poland. Like, what, and, 2-1? 3-1. And I, 3-1. I, agree, I agree with you, Woody. 3-1, but it's a 90th plus 10 penalty where it's like... Doesn't really can't, can't let your focus slip like that. That's well, true. Yeah, but it was more just... And I'm just a little worried about Argentina because... And I have Netherlands going through. Gakpo has been on a roll sad, recently. Sad to hear that. That's and, an interesting one from Nick. And they have not looked how I thought they would look this year. Against Australia, yeah, they were good, but Australia were fighting till the end, and they had a, they almost scored at the end. Emmy Martinez kept them alive. I think that... Okay, the thing with Argentina is that they did win, like, 36 games in a row, but they were just never blowing out teams that weren't, like, unless the team was Estonia or, like, Venezuela, they weren't yeah. really blowing out teams. It was always 2-1, 2-0, maybe even a 3-0, 3-1, but it's just because they, they know their system perfectly, they know how they're going to play, and then they have Messi, so. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I it's, think that that's the game that I'm most looking forward to watching. It's hard to bet against Messi is my yeah. thing. It's also super poetic that Messi scored on his 1,000th game. Very yeah. poetic. I love that. I think that France-England will be the best. That's the game I'm most excited yeah. to watch, I believe. Cool, yeah, and it's also at like a watchable time. 11 tomorrow. See? Nope, 11 on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that's what I meant. 11 yeah. tomorrow is the Netherlands. I, have to, I actually have to miss some of my... I have to miss some of the England game because I have a soccer game. No. You actually, you're going to ask the coach to send yeah, you out? Yeah, I'm going to see, like, can I just not start the game? Can I just the game? I got my priorities straight. Netherlands-Argentina, I think that my stomach hurts right now and it will probably hurt more during fourth period tomorrow, and so I'm... I'm <laughs> <laughs> you, you, know, you, got, you have your excuse, like, locked and loaded. I know. I have a, st- I have a tummy ache right now, so we'll see. We'll see where that carries me tomorrow. And hi, mom, if you're hearing the, this. The big, the big question about this uh, game between England and France is, how is England going to stop the wide players for France? Because Dembele and Mbappe have been really cooking this World Cup. Yeah. And I think that Kyle Walker has and will pocket Mbappe. Yes, okay. pocket sir. is a pocket yes, is a strong term. Sir. And that is Heard how that. I feel. Heard that. 
heard that Woody Brown. Defending defending a player like Mbappe, Messi, or Neymar is so hard because for 89 minutes you can be the perfect defender, and if you mess up for one minute of the game, that it's a goal. Exactly. Well, that's just, well, that's just the sport of soccer. Yeah. And being and being in that back line, that's just the sport. It's not. I wouldn't say that's specific to well, Mbappe, I'm, Neymar, Messi. Well, I, think I think that's that just the sport. Other other players you can mess up and they might not punish you as hard, but. I feel like with those three, I know they'll score if someone yeah. makes a mistake. And I'm really interested to see how England line up this game. Because I think we know how they'll be in the midfield. Uh, it'll probably be Jordan Dec- Henderson. Declan, if they start Jordan Henderson. Well, Jordan I don't know. I, you know what? Do they play a five-back? I think no. they're going to stick with their 4-3-3. I think, I think Southgate has realized his mistake against Italy by playing the five-back and being way too like backed off. I, I mess with the five two three. I'm usually a hater of the five defenders. But, but like what but like going up against like France, going five back and just allowing that relentless pressure. Well you don't need to well, because you can move to a three five two or a three four three in possession and then you're a very attacking team. France has an obvious weakness this year and it's their midfield. And I think if England stick with the four three three, they can really beat them in the midfield. And especially if they keep Jude in and they have... Yeah, um, yeah that's... I mean, that is where Declan the game Rice. is... That's where the game is won. That's it, where the game is won. It's a high-risk, high-reward, though, because I feel like France is so dangerous attacking-wise. It's interesting. But I think that you put... You have to play Kyle Walker, and it's... It depends on if they just want to defend him or if they want to have to draw him back into making Mbappe defend also. Okay. Like, They're going to have to find a balance between that. Okay, yeah. but if you watch England, like, especially in the midfield, like, you're, Jude Bellingham will go forward yes. and either Declan Rice and John Henson will just plant themselves right in the middle of the field just being that cover. Yep. And so that's just going to stop. I don't know how dangerous France's mis- midfield is though. I feel like I'm I'm thinking they're not. I'm going to say this I'm going to say this for like maybe the fourth game about about France we've talked about in a row but you know who the key is? Who is it? Antoine Griezmann. <laughs> He's Probably. done nothing. I mean, what do you mean, bro? What? He's, He's dropped nothing. banger performances every single match week. He has. I'd say he has been good, Woody. I might have to disagree with you there. I haven't really watched much of France. <laughs> the one game I, just, I watched, I just, I just haven't seen Griezmann's name in the... He's not scoring because he's playing the eight right now. He's playing the eight for France. Mans plays striker, left wing, cam, right wing, and the eight. Like, what, what does he not do? Defend. That's true, but... They have been sending people. But the thing is, their back line is so strong that they yeah. can just keep it. They probably have four of the best ten center backs at the tournament, and they start two of them. So. I don't know. Like, like in terms of played well this tournament? Or just like who in the played, world? Just, just in general. They have four of the best. Like, if you combine those. Okay, like, who who have been the best two best center backs this tournament? From, in, in like, in general? Or in for France? For France. For France and then in general. Well, they start Varane and Konate, and they play Jules Koundé at the right back, and they can bring in Saliba. Saliba undoubtedly has been one of the best center backs in the world. For precedent, Varane for France has always been good, and I think that this year he's regained form. Jules Koundé is having a great season with Barcelona, and Ibrahim Konate has had a great tournament. So I think if you add, if I'd you're say combining Lucas, fact, Lucas and Theo Hernandez both have been playing pretty good when well, they've been in that left back. Well, Lucas Hernandez has a torn ACL right now, so... No, but he, he first went game, when yeah. he was in. Yeah, for, first game. He, he, yeah, and then he tore his ACL. Okay, so who's who's been the best centre-backs this tournament? Roman Saiz and Joseph Guardiola. That's crazy that's... you're not saying Harry Maguire. Like, I think no he's third. That's, cra- that's crazy you're not saying him in the top Have you two. watched? How many games of Croatia and Morocco have you watched? And rem- rem- how- you also are English. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, it's no, not just me saying what, Harry Woody Maguire. has been a big Harry Maguire op. So yeah, I yeah, think- yeah. No, 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 like, not in, for England. In, in not the for past, England. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. past, not for England. So I'm saying, like, 
I, 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 if you're actually supporting him, I can validate. Whenever, that. whenever Harry, every time we mention England, I always say that Harry Maguire is one of the best centre backs in the world when he plays for England. Okay, he's like I the think, right pairing. I think the difference is that I expect England to beat the Sen- Senegal and not concede a goal, but I don't expect Morocco to beat Spain and not concede a goal, and that's why I would put Roman Saiz ahead. I think that he's. I think it's a make or break game for him against Portugal. And then Joseph Guardiola has. They've conceded one goal this tournament or something crazy. So like. Okay, but we've conceded two. One of which was a penalty. Or they've conceded also, two. Also, yeah. I don't think. We yeah, can I'm forget just saying, about like, Virgil Van Dijk. Van yeah, Dijk has, has been great this World Cup. That's what seven of my top ten so far. I, I mean, Eight with Maguire. I mean, I think, I think Maguire deserved man the match in the U.S. game against England. Yeah, I don't think Pulisic deserved it. And De- and Delict has been class. I think he? Tyler Tyler Adams doesn't play that game. Delict doesn't play. He does not. They play Hurrian Timber. I'm surprised he doesn't play, but he Virgil play. Van Dyke and no, Nathan Ake. Yeah, yeah. Ake he's class. he's subbed in a couple of times. So if you're watching the end of games, you can see him. Play. Yeah, I think that might have been what it is. I think that Maguire is a very close third, but he they're a like a dominant favorite in every game they've played so far in the World Cup. Whereas Croatia and Morocco have been underdogs for like at least one or two games, so I think that when they're when they're winning and keeping clean sheets, it's more impressive than when England's winning and keeping clean sheets. So, um, so you're not really you're more basing it. You're well, not basing off their performance. You're basing it more on the team and how the team is. Well, no, I think that well, that's what you just said. Gen- though. Well, that's, that's what, what I'm, sa- said. I'm that's saying. That's what you that, just said, though. Yeah, but that's not the only reason I have them higher. I'm just saying that that is like a factor. Is that you said that was your Maguire main Maguire has a less hard job because he's playing Senegal and his team is way better than Senegal. Yeah, but that your your main reasoning is that. Because Senegal's a worse team and Morocco's a worse team, then they look better. That's that is your main reasoning. Well, no, I'm just saying it's harder to like. Mm, no, you can't. You can't deny that's not your main reasoning. That's, that's every. But that's not what I was saying. So it's it's like I'm just saying that Morocco's team is worse. So a good center back performance is way is is heavier. Or like it's more I important. weigh that. Yeah, it's more it's, important. Yeah. Then when England, yeah. who's a way better team, have a good center back. But when you compare Harry Maguire to those center backs and how they've played the tournament, disregard the team absolutely. I Harry think Maguire that he is barely third at that point, and I think that he is third in general. And if say you play a five back, I'll put him in. If you're playing team of the tournament, but I think that those two have just been better. I just don't think when you compare. In tournament, disregarding absolutely everything apart from how they individually played, I'm just. I think you just put Harry Maguire in that team in the tournament. I can't. I just don't think that he's. I'm still saying he's the third best, but he's what? England team is just facing less chances in general, so it's harder for him to stop as many shots, take the ball away as more, dispossess players, win duels. Okay, but it's also easy for them to like lose. Con- it's like. I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to think of a good example, but it's just like, st- I think still the fact that he's only conceded two goals, one of which was the penalty that he didn't concede. I think that also requires a lot of focus is to not concede any easy goals against. Well, yeah, the but teams. same with Morocco and Portugal, who have both also conceded. Morocco's conceded one, and Croatia's conceded two. I think so. It's like that argument is negligible because both teams have also only conceded. Two goals yeah, or well, less. you just made that argument as well, though. What? I'm no. I'm just saying that like that argument is less important because both all three teams are have conceded the same amount of goals. I think we can tell that we're both like all three of us are so excited for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Saturday. I mean, I'm super excited for Netherlands Argentina specifically. 
And, you know, with that being said, I'm just looking forward to see, to see like, the stories that come out of this World Cup. Like, who's really going to, like, end it off with a bang and make a name for themselves? Whether it be, like, Ronaldo, Messi. Like, Ronaldo, like, fixing his image. Messi getting his World Cup and, like, being the undoubted GOAT. Ronaldo the same. And it's just... It's just great. It's just This is so much fun. I love the World Cup. Nothing more I can say about it. It's and, just great. And with that being said, thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Football Zone with Nick Martone, Woody Brown, and Luke Galvin. And thank you for listening to 88.9 The Bridge, KMIH, Mercer Island.